the reality anjan is that over 90% of the people in the world are spending 90% of their times indoors absolutely so there is a serious lack of deficiency of vitamin d especially in big cities and even in a city like dubai which has plenty of sunlight there's a serious lack of vitamin d the only way you can live for a long time is when you can accelerate and you just don't want to increase the lifespan anjan you want to increase the health span too That's because right. i know a lot of biohackers will spend 20% of their time going into the cold pool going into the sauna yes. calorie restricting they will be like cold libido less mm. like they they will just suffer not enjoying life they won't enjoy life but they will make it wellness is more than just physical health it's your total well-being find out how to have a healthy balanced life have a healthy body through exercise nutrition and engage the world through learning problem solving and creativity talk wellness with anjan this episode of talk wellness is powered by the reconnect heartfulness initiative The Heartfulness Initiative is a seven-dimensional wellness enablement program for you to be at your best human condition through a scientific approach to mental health and overall well-being. Reconnect believes in the power of love, empathy, and human connection in healing mental illness and empowering humans to be aligned with their purpose for holistic growth. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk wellness with Anja. On today's show we have an incredible human. I had the privilege of being on his podcast Shift with CJ. He's a Dubai kid with more than 10 years experience in the health and fitness space alongside latest science based knowledge on health, wellness, human performance, longevity, brain health, disease prevention and much more. He's spoken globally at biohacking events and he travels worldwide to unique health conferences and he shares what he learns from other experts in the field and hopefully he'll share some of that today. He's founding a brand new biohacking company called Biohackin without the i which I think is very clever uh to tell you about the basics of biohacking. CJ, a biohacker from the UAE in Dubai. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Anjan for having me and that was a great introduction. Thank you. Appreciate that. Anytime man. I mean, you are tapping into biohacking and you're presenting ideas and techniques beyond conventional health and wellness advice. So it was inevitable that you get to be featured on this show. Mhm. I'm I'm glad I did. So, let's start with the basics. What is biohacking? We we all know it's accelerating our own life processes using technology and hacking kind of into our biology but mm-hmm. i'd like you to give a more detailed description of what is biohacking sure i like what you mentioned there you mentioned biology and hacking and when we break down the word biohacking it comes to bio which is our biology and hacking just like a computer hacker which is not very impressed with the software running on his computer would mm. hack into the system to change a few things We are not computer hackers but we are using the information from science, technology and other factors, holistic health factors to hack into our body and upgrade our body's potential. What kind of potential? The potentials would be increasing our lifespan, increasing our mental game, you know, having a look at things like having a look at things like which increase our performance, mm. our, you know, emotions, our relationships. how can we be better humans how can we better at the streets when someone cuts us in traffic and we don't That's get right. angry so <laughs> resilience all of this comes under biohacking so is just the tools and techniques if you want to see the classic definition it says as far as i remember the art and science 
of changing something inside you mm. and outside of you so biology inside and environment outside to upgrade your true potential beautiful i think humanity has always been biohacking from the time we discovered the wheel or mm. you discovered fire we've been actually biohacking but this term has got coined maybe a decade or two decades ago do you have any historical reference to when and who coined this term biohacking i don't think it could go beyond like two decades i think it's been done in the last maybe 8 to 10 years that's it that's that's how I, new it is yes mm. that's how i know it as i have always tried to do some experimentations first it was a self quantified movement a lot of people were just hooking up gadgets to themselves just trying to see their data like heart rate variability heart rate some of their blood biomarkers and trying to use data to analyze some of their performance outgoals but when i first got introduced to biohacking was about 5 years ago mm. and as far as i know one of the guys who put this all together and i had the pleasure to meet him three times right now his name is dave asprey shout out to dave shout out to dave thank you dave and Dave Asprey is considered to be the father of biohacking because mm. before him there were a lot of biohackers Dave like Asprey he is said. a bulletproof coffee guy right yes the bulletproof person and what he did was to bring people from the fitness from the brain health from executive management from heart sciences everyone together under one roof because everyone like you mentioned everyone has been biohacking from the longest period mm. of time but it was getting all these people together and then starting a culture or a movement of biohacking and thanks to that we're here on this show today because biohacking has spread all over the world yes and if you google today uh, top 10 names in biohacking i think dave asprey's name comes right on top along with other names like tim ferris and ben greenfield but i know dave's name is right on top those both are tim ferris and ben greenfield are great guys themselves i haven't met them yet but followed their work amazing they have great podcasts they sh- they shout out to both of them they always they're just on the top of their game when it comes to content and they're always providing us with the right knowledge when well, in terms of podcasts or articles or things like that so yeah i love that today you've brought a bunch of gadgets with you and uh, <laughs> to tell us about biohacking including this red light that you can see in the background and uh, if you're listening you can't see it but we'll explain the gadgets to you in detail and uh, maybe even put some links that you can uh, get some of these gadgets uh, so on talk wellness today let's start with your journey what got you into biohacking My journey with biohacking started when biohacking wasn't even a thing. When I was growing up in Dubai, I've come from an Indian family that loves to eat and loves to feed. So growing up, I had childhood obesity. Mm. I was overfat as a kid, going towards not completely obese because, you know, at that time that word didn't exist, but like I was getting there. I had problems in walking, problems in running, and there was a point that my grade when I was in grade 4 or 5 my high school principal even called up my mom to say hey i can see your child walking but he's struggling he's oh fat oh can God. you please like feed him less okay <laughs> and then guess what happened i go back home my mother tells me all this and he, she feeds me as much as i would want to eat the usual indian and family exactly eat and some this, more my dear please, child yeah you mm-hmm. have to gain more energy and then so it all started with this misconception of gaining energy and that translated into I was walking through like you know going from one grade to the other and now I was fat and I was slow so guess what happens in the mm. 90s when you're fast and slow diabetes not diabetes <laughs> but bullying that. bullying oh yes so I went course. through my sh- fair share of bullying mm. I was bullied a lot in school and you know I was honestly very upset I was thinking at that I 
think at this point I was mm. probably talking to myself like why is this happening to me mm. and one day while walking on the streets of Burdubai where we used to stay before I noticed an academy and that said Golden Fist Karate and Shaolin Kung Fu Academy oh well done and I'm like aha uh-huh. Shaolin Kung Fu always was interested in this so you have one of those typical um martial art movie stories of kid who was bullied went goes and learns a martial art and ends up being a non-victim mentality exactly that is exactly what happened to me i went there and i started doing a, i forced my dad my dad told me why do you want to learn kung fu and i'm like hmm. please like everyone at that point i looked at everyone and they were thin and they were doing all these moves they were jumping in the air yeah, yeah. i was like i want to do something like that sure. and for the next couple of years one of the biggest i would say sort of like mentors in my life were bruce lee jackie chan and all the famous ones from that era yun and bio may- samuhan even your actual kung fu sensei kung fu sensei at, as the, well. at the academy our kung fu sensei was very low key so you want to give him a shout out um his name is mr manoj sensei manoj sensei manoj thanks and he was super low key but i was trying to learn a lot of these things from because he was like Let's take the slow way. Mm. Let's take the slow path. Like a real teacher. Yes. And <laughs> I was like, oh Jackie Chan did a backflip, so I need to yeah, do a backflip. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. So for the next few years, I put some pillows on the floor and then I was backflipping from my What fun. Uh, from my um, Sofa. sofas or beds. I was trying every move, looking at it, trying to at that time we didn't even have phones, so I was just like remembering every move, going and finding someone and trying to do repeat that same thing again. So how and did biohacking enter your life? This is how health entered my life. I still had a problem with losing a lot of weight. Mm. And from martial arts I went on to bodybuilding, from bodybuilding to another like jiu-jitsu, wrestling, things like that. And while I was in this journey, I spoke to a lot of gurus, teachers, a lot of people from all over the world, and everyone would tell me like, "Hey, try this and this might help you." Sure. And I was never scared that something might go wrong. So I would always try something. Sometimes things went wrong for a few days I was in the toilet, couldn't come out. and sometimes sometimes things went well mm. and i think that is where my journey of self experimentation started and just growing from there one by one after the other after the other i realized that i'm good at experimenting at a lot of things and this is the essence of yoga also a few shows back we had manish pol a yoga teacher and he was explaining how yoga is the science of how you're an experimenter and you're also the experiment mm-hmm. and the, the yogis were i think the oldest biohackers and we spoke about this on your podcast yes, we did yeah and that completely ties into this because now i'm like i'm doing this experiments but what else can i do then at a point i started traveling the world i met a lot of ancestral people from different like you know different tribes i was mm. always asking them what is the secret to happiness how do you keep your energy levels high so they were most of them did not talk, tell me about a technology but they always spoke about some kind of a herb or a practice and i was just catching on to all of them that's right and then at a point i was training for crossfit competitions my goal in life was to be the strongest fastest and you know live the highest so jump you, the you fastest so you were using all the biohacking concepts you kind of got from these elders in your crossfit and in your regular training i was just use in my regular training yes but i hadn't accelerated it to the next level okay Once when did that happen that happened about 5 years ago okay and what why what was the shift the shift was that i reached my highest performance output ever hmm. i was faster stronger than anyone i know and any random people who would come and try to compete with me and when i went was on the top of the totem pole i realized that this is not it that's right there's I more i might be the fittest and this is what you will find a lot of people in this country or like all over the world go through people go through 
extreme bouts of fitness, extreme bouts of dieting. They might have the six pack, they have the muscle, but they're not that, able to sustain it. They're not able to sustain it, and that comes at a cost. Hmm. Unnatural means will always come at a cost of unnatural things, Absolutely. which is either their sleep is messed up. I was under four point five percent body fat, which even competitive bodybuilders sometimes don't get. Hmm. But was my mental health okay? No, because I was super obsessed. I couldn't enjoy meals with my friends. I was I had hormonal disbalances. I had sleep issues. I couldn't even hold on to a conversation because I would get angry at anyone and everyone who would mm. speak. And this is what is happening in the wellness or the fitness world exactly. Mm. This is why I decided to take a step back from the fitness world and decided to explore, okay, if I can be so fit and this is what I get, what are some of the other ways to do it? What are the some of the other ways to be healthy? And that shifted my perspective to get into biohacking. That's cool and that's why your podcast is called Shift with CJ. Yes. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk Wellness with Anjan. So let's now talk about the most common biohacking principles or devices. So the most common biohacking in my opinion, I think we should start with the basics. And the basics according to me is that you should treat your body as a gigantic battery and why i say battery because our bodies function exactly like it mm. so what do we need to recharge this human battery let's go over a few of things first thing we need light light as a nutrition we'll talk about this later we need light we need some electrical impulses which we can get from grounding or earthing we need the right amount of water and we need the right movement and then comes light again but this time it is blocking some sort of light okay so let's go so these these are like the basics of biohacking these are the basics of biohacking which anyone who's listening to this show can incorporate today and really change their life so basically this is biohacking one on one and not really implanting electrical nodules onto your cerebral interface to have neural implants and haptic technology not, none not of that. but that also exists and we we'll, we we'll, that, we'll that get does into exist that. that's a pretty advanced thing but for most of the people who are listening that is not going to make any okay, sense okay this is stuff that you can use at home let's go light okay light now according to me light is one of the biggest nutritional factors in human history and it is also one of the most underappreciated factors that govern our health why now we know that sunlight is important in the last 2 years there have been a lot a lot a lot of emphasis on vitamin d mm. but why vitamin d because what vitamin d can do is to regulate over 2000 genes that help with burning fat increasing mass muscle your sleep quality how uh, fast your blood sugar goes up and down but what is the reality these is the reality anjan is that over 90% of the people in the world are spending 90% of their times indoors absolutely so there is a serious lack of definition deficiency of vitamin d especially in big cities and even in a city like dubai which has plenty of sunlight there's a serious lack of vitamin d yeah and when we go over the data in this country and in multiple countries we also see that the vitamin average vitamin d levels are just going down and down and down sure. even with there so many so much of information around vitamin d but still is going down 100% so what can we do we are not going to be able to change everyone's mentalities to go out because sometimes in the summer over here 
the light is no, too I wish, harsh. I wish we could. I wish we could just. I wish we could you know, as well. go out in the morning, spend one hour in the sun, and this is what I say. All, I tell all my students, but that's why biohacking comes in for the lazy people, right? Well, we are all <laughs> by a definition, we're all lazy. We have been programmed. This mm. is in my in my opinion. I think we're all super lazy. There are few of us which, because of some, you know childhood trauma or something else would want to show overcompensate by showing the world that how great they are at mm. doing things and going out of the way but most of the time the way evolution has shaped ourselves is to conserve energy and not to always go out there and lose all energy See, that's the thing so the perception today in the world is that going out to the sun is taking away energy mm-hmm. and actually going out and just walking is the laziest thing you can do even if going with your theory of it's the easiest most effortless and most relaxing you can do is just go out barefoot mm-hmm. on the beach or in the park or on the road and get some sun on yourself maybe not during the harsh 12 to 4 period First but maybe in the morning is great exactly so but a lot of people would still not so do I'm it. saying I would prefer people to do that yeah. then use technology but if they're not here's a technological well, alternative exactly we know from a lot of research and science that has been done around light therapy that there are two specific wavelengths of light sure. one is red when you measure wavelengths of light you measure them in nanometers so red wavelength falls anywhere between 660 to 700 nanometers and then we have near infrared which can go which is an invisible spectrum so you mm-hmm. won't be able to see it anjan but it exists between 800 to 1000 nanometers sure and so is this ultra ultra infrared infrared so sunlight consists of a lot of things the vitamin d comes from the uvb but they we have uva uvb uvc near infrared far infrared and so sure, on different so spectrums mm. but if you really want to recharge your cells and that human battery you need to focus on two wavelengths of light and when do you get these two wavelengths of light first thing in the morning when the sky is orange reddish beautiful and in the evening when the sun's setting and in a lot of ancestral and ancient communities they have been focusing on watching the sunrise and That's the right. sunset That's right. All all wisdom traditions they, they have, have always seen sunrise something. practices and sunset practices even in yoga we have the surya namaskar and scientists have now discovered in a science called photobiomodulation mm. which is a complicated word because scientists always want to make things complicated but deep within ourselves as soon as light penetrates our cells there is a there are multiple parts to the cell but there is very one very important part it is called the mitochondria of course and think of the mitochondria as power generators they are the ones that are generating over 95% of your total energy output sure and if you don't eat food for a few days you might survive if you don't drink water for a few days you might survive but if your mitochondria stop working for a millisecond you'll die that is the amount of energy that they produce for energy that you use for jumping, hiking, talking, sleeping, everything, everything is governed by the mitochondria. So talk about this new scientific term, photobio, photobiomodulation. Modulation. Let's talk about this. Which is using red and near infrared light. Now, why is this important? Why did I mention mitochondria? Because inside the mitochondria, there is a specific photoreceptor. Photoreceptor meaning a cell which can capture Receive photons light. of light. called cytochrome c oxidase. Okay. And cytochrome c oxidase receives two forms of light, red and near infrared. Mm. You have trillions of mitochondria in your body and the light that they use to communicate are called biophotons. Biophotons are also red. So you see a lot of the information transfer that is happening in your body is happening through red light. And why photobiomodulation? Because red and near infrared light therapy on your skin 
can reduce wrinkles, can accelerate sports performance, can recover you from injuries, can grow hair. And this is why people also, um, they like saunas because it does give out these uh, frequencies. They're infrared saunas, yes. Yes, infrared saunas. But the traditional saunas. saunas, no. The infrared saunas also have That's this right, red infrared saunas, spectrum yeah. of light and it recharges the cell from the inside and gives it more energy. Now, this is one way. The other way is that the water inside our cells Anjan, do you have you ever heard like people who drink water from the springs or in the mountains? They are regularly more healthier than others. Have you heard that? Of course, of course. Okay. Which is why I drink alkalized, oxidized water, which I was telling you about last time. Yes, and the reason why is that we have we know that water comes in three states, right? Mm. Liquid, gas, and frozen. There's another state that water comes in which has recently been discovered by Dr. Gerald Pollock from the University of Washington, which is called exclusion zone water. Okay. This is a different state of water which exists in plants itself, which gives the water a structure, a structure that might come from, you know, when infrared light hits the water. And when you drink this water, you become more healthy. But people don't have access to this, but they have a lot of water in their body. Every time you shine red or near-infrared light, the viscosity of the water changes. It becomes more exclusion zone. It is able to penetrate between your cell membranes and recharge your Beautiful. cells from within. So what's the biohack for this now? The biohack is that you can get special photobiomodulation panels, no, which I bought on the show today, which we can show yeah, everyone. Yeah, we can just switch it on. Now, this is a photobiomodulation panel, which has about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, is, about 60 little lights on it. And, and this so, is harnessing what, what, the power of the what sun. What is the frequency that it's at? Let's say you go out in the morning, you go for your sunrise or sunset thing. There's a very big chance if you stay for more than two one hour also you're going to get burned but this compromises three hours of being in the sun in just 20 minutes so you're recommending everybody to get one of these devices i would recommend everyone to have either go firstly i'm a big fan of nature anjan mm. so i would always That's recommend what I people just go to go out and get I, some sunrise it is so easy anjan first thing in the morning if you go it also does a lot of other biological processes that we will talk about shortly so my first and the most basic tip would be to harness the power of sunlight while you go outside first thing in the morning but and if, sometime if you, in the day. If you're going to tell them to get this, where can they get it from? Can they buy it anywhere online? Or Yeah, it is available online. And full disclosure, we are, I am starting a company, Beautiful. which is Biohacking, and this is one of our products. Amazing. So we are making... How much would something like this be priced at? This would be somewhere around 800 dirhams. Okay, that's nice. So besides this, do you recommend any smaller like portable devices for red light? There are some devices that are strictly made for the face so it enhances elastin collagen production mm -hmm. it increases fibroblast growth factor 21 which also increases your like cartilage it does so many good things that is for the face and for your thyroid so you put it on the neck the other thing would be like a red light cap that you put on your head and a red light cap red light cap yeah There's so you have lasers also. of red light that penetrate deep between your brain and are in some studies have also been shown to dissolve some of the proteins associated with dementia and Alzheimer's. Amazing. These are beta amyloid plaques and power one protein. Now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk Wellness with Anjan. So let's move on to the next thing. 
The next thing is water. We have already established how important water is. But how can you biohack water? How can you biohack water? Well, for people who can see this, here's the way to biohack water. So this is a little bottle. It's got, explain to me, what's, what has what, what it got? It is called a molecular hydrogen generator. Mm. What is molecular hydrogen? It is the smallest particle in this universe on the periodic table. And because of it being so small, it is able to penetrate deep between your cells. It is the world's most strongest antioxidant. It can switch on genes and pathways which are responsible for cytoprotection, which means protection of your brain. It increases muscle strength. It re enhances recovery. And right now is just making molecular hydrogen for people who can see it. That's amazing. So um, if you're listening to us, this is a little cute little bottle about my palm length and there's a little blue light inside and there's a little, what's, what's the device inside? This is a special SPEPEM generator. Okay, so and, and it generates what? Molecular hydrogen. And I see two bottles, one inside the other. Why is that? There's, it's just for protection. So there are two boron glass. Hmm. So even if once something happens to one, it goes, the second one is an outer shell. Amazing. So you recommend people drinking water from devices like this? From a device like this, which a high PPM, which is parts per billion of hydrogen, about 1,000 or more. Yes, because Anjan, if you had to have hydrogen, and hydrogen we already established it's one of the world's highest antioxidants, right? If you... If your job was to only eat vegetables for a week and you would just eat vegetables for a week, then after a week, you would get about the same amount of antioxidant activity in which you'll get so, four of so this. So what's the science behind this? Is there some actual papers and theory There's and science? About or, 100. I know a lot of biohacking is still... Uh, young and upcoming. Young and upcoming and the word of the biohackers is still at the theoretical you level. You would be happy to know that molecular hydrogen has about more than 10,000 clinical trials and right now Amazing. is being used in over 170 animal disease, human and animal disease models. Everything from Parkinson's dementia in Japan, molecular hydrogen has been used for end-stage cancer therapies, is being used for brain health, is being used for heart health, and there are multiple studies online that can show you the effectiveness of molecular Maybe hydrogen. Maybe we should do one exa one episode on water. You know, Let's do I'll, it. I'll bring in some experts uh, from this company, which is Enagic, uh, Kangen Watt, Kangen Watt. You know about this, which is also this is the one I use at home. Beautiful, which is yeah. active hydrogen again and oxidization. And I think what CJ is trying to say is be very, very mindful about the water you drink. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's next? Light, water, and then then is movement. Okay, now everyone knows that going to the gym is good and moving is good. And, you know, sometimes I feel in the fitness industry, people might push it a little bit too much. They might go to, just like myself, they would go to the gym seven days a week yes. and work out maybe once or twice a day, thinking that they're going to get buff and cut. But I hate to break it to you guys. No, let's do it. This show is about busting myths. Okay. I hate to break it to everyone that working out more is actually going to backfire you on a cellular level. So don't work out more than don't you need to. Don't work out more, just more work out smart. Mm. So going into the weight room every day creates a lot of inflammation in your cells, in your muscles. And then when you go back, you don't give yourself enough time to recover. That's right. That is the pro bodybuilder mentality because they do it for a living. But if you're listening to this show and you are not a bodybuilder, and you're not training for something specific, then pushing yourself and not having at least three days of recovery time is going to hurt you. But we're talking about biohacking, right? So how can we biohack this process? One of the ways I found to biohack this thing is called blood 
flow restriction bands. Okay. Now, Anjan, these are just like. Are you wearing one? I'm not wearing okay. one right now because you have to wear it while you're while doing you're some exercise. Out. Okay. So, for people who are, who can see this, it's just bands that you wear around your arms and your legs, and the concept is that in the weight room or in like exercise performance rooms you have to go to 70 to 80% of your one rep max to achieve some sort of a result but with the science of blood flow restriction training you can do as much as half of the amount of effort and use only 20% of the weight let's say your one rep max would be somewhere around 100 you go to 80% so, you're using let's say about uh, 80 kgs for something but with blood flow restriction you can only use from 10 to 20 kgs so that eliminates the thing to go to the gym that eliminates the thing especially when you have people like who are elderly because when people cross 50 mm. they're not able to push to 80% sure and that's another thing why people stop going to the gym because they're like i will never be able to lift weights like someone else 100% and the reality of the fact is you don't have to you just have to trick your body and let's go over let's take a deep dive within the science as soon as you put, you put the blood flow restriction band and you start working out there is your body goes through intermittent hypoxia hypoxia That's meaning right. low oxygen because the blood that is traveling from your vein to the heart it goes through but the the blood that is moving from your heart to your vein stops and it stops around the muscle creating a hypoxic or a low oxygen environment which signals your brain that there is a catastrophic thing going on in the localized muscle mm. now what your brain will do is to increase all the best hormones included which will increase your fitness burn fat increase muscle what are these hormones these hormones are like testosterone um you know igf1 endorphins endorphins yes but like more of like igf1 and testosterone and other growth hormones like human growth hormones up to 290%. If you have some vasculature or blood issues, these even build tiny blood vessels or capillaries by something called as vascular endothelial growth factor 1. Amazing. So, you have hypoxia, hypoxia comes with hypoxic inducible factor and in short for people who listen to the show, you can put on a few bands. You don't have to go especially if you're injured like to your max because every time you put weight onto your joints that also will degrade your joints you see a lot of these pro bodybuilders yep, yep. they their longevity isn't so much yes. and they have much injuries when they grow so is this one of the biohacking principles longevity anti aging and extending physical life life in the physical body yes so anti aging longevity and energy management because the only way you can live for a long time is when you can accelerate and You just don't want to increase the lifespan on John. You want to increase the health span too That's because right. I know a lot of biohackers will spend 20% of their time going into the cold pool, going into the sauna, yes. calorie restricting. They will be like cold, libidoless, mm. like they they will just suffer. Not enjoying life. They won't enjoy life, but they will make it. Yes. So, we're looking at health span combined with lifespan. What are your thoughts on how now the trend of transhumanism, which is part of biohacking mm. is coming in implanting technology into your body and uh, you know augmenting yourself which started when we started wearing wrist watches trackers or any of these mm. other devices that humans are wearing now and in the future it could be just chips or it could be i don't know extended wings what are your thoughts on this and where is transhumanism going is going to be a movement are people afraid of it your thoughts i think at this point myself and the others are a bit afraid of it we're i'm in for variables anything that is not an implant i'm a fan of 
and I'm also a fan of all the natural strategies. So this is something that I keep myself away from. But there's so many biohackers with implants, neural implants, and chips and haptic we, implants. We're still in the research. The research is still in this stage of infancy. Of so a lot of people who would like to experiment. Yes, if you have a severe brain disorder and if putting a chip in your brain can help you out or you have some cardiac problems and putting something can generate more electricity but mm. that would be only 1% of the population mm. or less than 1% of the population for most of the population i would not recommend that until and unless we have a good evidence that's that it. this of course works. of course i mean all of this i mean you said there's 10000 clinical trials and that's why you're drinking this water but the minute it goes inside it's already part of your biology mm. so in a way you're already implanting Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I want to know I want to understand from the biohacking community where is this fear coming from? The fear is coming from well one is the unknown. Mm-hmm. B is the cost involved because not everyone has access to things like this. Correct. Right? And a lot of the people who have gone into biohacking and longevity and health they all want to live a very holistic lifestyle and a holistic anytime implants or something else like robots or things mm, come in mm. then that would spoil their natural like cycle of life or like connection to nature or things like that unfortunately this. or fortunately that's where the world is going to with the metaverse and augmented reality artificial reality now we already have driverless cars and mm. so many jobs are being well, you see that is still I think fine. it's inevitable it is inevitable but trying to experiment with mm. something in your body because we're not just about now we can extend this conversation of like are we just meat robots or mm. there's something else is Correct. there a soul is there a purpose well, is there something else well transhumanism also talking about you know downloading your consciousness onto a chip and putting it onto an artificial body and then extending your lifespan because mm. who you are the essence of who you are can get down if it can get downloaded would you then jump to another body well, then this is like very we still don't know uh, let's now talk about all the gadgets you're wearing mm-hmm. now it's about that time the talk wellness hour with anjan This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk Wellness with Anjan. So talk about this one. So it this, looks like a little dog collar on your well, neck. Well, this is a happy. So Anjan, what this does is allows me to generate magnetic fields as humans wear our conscious or let's say ourselves are programmed by three sort of fields. We can do it chemically by taking a medicine. Let's sure. say if you had coffee, you had the caffeine, it's a chemical. Sure. It acts on your cell surface receptors. Then you have you can do it magnetically, which is how birds communicate and they move around in Correct. and any of your massive electromagnets. Then um and it's electricity, right? This one is using magnetic waves to program a certain bioenergetic signature. Right now I'm doing something with the caffeine. and L-theanine which comes from green tea and this puts me into a calm alert but calm phase so mm-hmm. I can not have my cup of coffee and just feel the same thing on my cells so this is a gadget he just hangs around his neck it's like a collar and you're wearing this 24/7 or you take it off in just sometimes just sometimes okay the second gadget he has is this ring i think this is an aura ring yes, which people know about yes this is an aura ring one of tracker. the yes it's one of the other elements of biohacking is fixing your sleep so aura ring helps you measure your sleep REM sleep, deep sleep, your readiness, heart rate variability. Now how long you been wearing this? I've been wearing this for the last 3 or 4 years. What are you doing with all this data? For for beginning, every morning when I wake up, I look at my how my heart rate variability is. Mm. And for those of you listening, heart rate variability is the measure of your autonomic or your nervous system. In simple words, 
which can know how stressed or not stressed you are at a current day. So for example, if I have a talk like this, which I know I probably might get into like the camera might be a bit stressful. And if my heart rate variability is very low, I would do some meditation exercises, sure. some breathing exercises. Sure. And if I have something so really hard, self-awareness. Yes, and if I have something hard to do, like a race or something hard at the gym, then I will shift it to some other day if my heart rate variability is low. Beautiful. Because my nervous system doesn't have the capacity to deal with another stress. My question was, what do you do with the six months of collected data? Do you, can you see patterns? Yes, you can. You can see patterns of how, what's your average sleep been. You can even feed in what did you have to eat that day. So I even know, okay, once I have sushi, the next day I don't, you know, I, my you heart rate variability good. is mm. low or high. Or if I've worked out straight for four days, what happens to my heart rhythms after those four days? Great. So it's just biofeedback. Now, there's a little, is this also a biohacking or is this just fashion? Well, this is also sort of a biohacking. Okay. This is called biogeometry. And this comes from a doctor and a scientist called Dr. Ibrahim Karim. So it's a it's a almost complete circular ring with some Egyptian hieroglyphics on it. You know, it's also got some other, I can see an Arabic alphabet on it. Multiple so kind most of, of these, geometric designs yes, on it. So this, the idea is that geometry, geometrical designs in all over the planet also increases certain power elements of the earth itself. Mm. Whether you go to the Egyptian pyramids or you go to some temple, you start digging down 20 feet and you will find remains of another civilization. That's right. You go down 20 feet, you find remains of another so this civilization. this helps you access some of those energetic this, dimensions. Exactly. The science is not from this world. So it's from a different dimension. Oh, so another, I cannot another, really another, explain Another it. edition altogether. Okay, what else you have? So you, the next You thing, usually carry stuff in your pockets. and Yes, yeah, so yeah, I, okay, have, wow, there's one I have here. something called as a cosmetic um, compensator. Okay. So this allows me to get rid of non-native electromagnetic frequencies, which so are very bad for ourselves. This is a little silver-ish disc, which has CMO written on it, and it's hanging by a belt loop on his trousers. And this has some special crystals along with other things, which will offset some of the damages that come from non-native EMF, similar to what I'm wearing, this pendant. The, the golden okay. pendant. The other thing that I have oh, wow. is called pulse electromagnetic field therapy. So these are electrodes that I was putting on my skin. And this is a device which is developed by someone who worked, who made this device for NASA, for mm. the astronauts okay. who went in this space and who came down with a lot of bone damage Sweet. and a lot of musculoskeletal damage. So this prevents a lot of those things. His name is Robert Dennis. And he's one of the first ones who introduced this technology to NASA. Also a friend, so shout out to him. I have that now. Amazing. Let's see so what that, else. just just to explain to you, it's a little blue box with two little electrodes, and you just it's near your navel. Yes, it's you can put pocket. it in different parts, and you can select different frequencies. Okay. Like nice. you have gamma rays, alpha rays. You have some really patented ones for NASA. Let's not forget the ones on your eyes. He's wearing these uh, yellow color glasses. Yes. So they're, I'm these, assuming they're like blockers. These from... are something called as blue light blockers. Mm. Now, every day, especially everywhere, we are surrounded by artificial light. And screens. And screens. And what this does is it damages not only our retina, but it also makes us fat, makes us diabetic. It increases the bad hormones in our body makes yeah. us lose muscle. Why? Because light, the, the light that you see, 20% of that light moves around your visual cortex and mm. enters a part of your brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus. And the suprachiasmatic nucleus is the governor of your circadian 
clocks which are based on a 24 hour cycle of the sun that's right and your circadian clocks con- controls everything from your appetite to your hormones to how hungry you get to how full you get to how much you can sleep and anjan in today's world if you see everyone who's out there is either insomniac either diabetic yep. either has yep. some kind of insulin yep. resistance yep. so you think this will sort everything out this will sort everything out and we're doing a lot of research full disclosure this is the one from my company we have three different types of models which can block 40 70 99.9% of all that. artificial light that, that enters your eye that's amazing it's been amazing having you on the show buddy but before you go i have a few questions that i ask all my listeners now you Let's might go. add all my all my guests daily routine something that you do every single day without fail walk first thing in the morning uh, with my dog or just by myself Barefoot. and i have a special <laughs> grounding shoe okay nice let's talk about that every second on john there are about 100 lightning strikes on this planet mm. and those lightning strikes on this planet 8 billion per year will charge the earth's crust with something called as negative ions and negative electrons sure which our hands and our feet are very well designed with evolution to absorb in this in the 50s maybe the first i mean like no sorry before that like uh the shoes came in it distracted us from mm-hmm. like connecting with the earth and we always say oh there's a connection with the mother earth but really we're connecting with the negative electricity from the planet and that increases our you know heart like heart Absolutely. health overall benefit overall so what did, what do these shoes do they have what if you can stand on them and they will still ground you okay so they okay. have certain copper wires and things like that that generate the same amount of electricity transferred onto your shoe uh, transferred onto your sole and you can do that but whenever i have the chance to I would go to the beach barefoot. Uh, barefoot. I would put my feet in when the I, water. When I came to your place for our podcast recording shift with CJ, make sure you go check it out. You also had a mat, a grounding mat which you yes. said was connected back. Tell us about that also. So the grounding mat is the same concept. We're transferring the earth's negative electrons via a wire onto our podcasting studio and we would put our bare feet on top i even sleep on a mat which has connection and Amazing. we connected to the ground wow just outside our house i've also seen photos of you sleeping on a infrared light bed yeah so it is also something technology. similar okay. it's the same technology is just in a mat format cool uh, this is a question that i ask all of my guests right pursuit of relaxation what are your thoughts on happiness everyone has it's something not that people could chase right i for the longest period of time was trying to hack happiness and now i've realized that happiness is available to you every time everywhere you just have to tap into it so you went from a happiness hacker to a biohacker exactly i was from a yeah i'm just <laughs> shuffling between both of them all the time but reality is that trying to find happiness in wherever you are in the experiences that you have and not giving yourself that negative talk whether you can do it by meditation you can do it by just grounding and anjan one more thing is that overall this is something that i find concern it people if you can increase your cells output capacity mm. which we call atp adenosine triphosphate which simply means how much energy your cells have that's right you're going to be a happy person that's it but if you let artificial light bad water less movement or more movement in today's world that really stresses out your cells and your cells True. cannot create so much and yeah. therefore not create atp i love that uh, this is one of the last questions i ask it's called where anjan's footwear but because we are both barefoot yeah. it, it suits us and if you could step in my footwear what is one question that you would ask yourself that i didn't okay i would ask me that what is probably the future of biohacking what's the future in dubai? of biohacking in dubai i think it's growing it's upcoming 
everyone has realized that going to their doctor sometimes might not be the best idea. Going to, you know, just reading a lot of things online might not be a best idea. But trusting science-backed things, whether it's in forms of products, in forms of experience, that is going to be the future. So you will see a lot of more biohackers in Dubai. Amazing. And we're catching up with the rest of the world. Um, thank you so much for dropping by, buddy. It was thank really you. It was a pleasure. A pleasure. And uh, I see you have one of those yellow glasses for me. And I've got you something special. So this Here is, uh, let, let's talk about the technology again. This is one of those yellow glasses that um, CJ really sweetly brought for me. And I'm going to become a yogi and meditation teacher converted into a biohacker. Slash biohacker. Uh, wearing this every time I'm in front of screens. So it from great on you. today onwards, you'll probably see me with these yellow colored glasses. You could call me the bee-faced one. Tell me quickly about these again. Uh, I can actually now see the difference. Uh, the screens are not that bright anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling a nice, um, like I'm, I'm in a sunset effect. Everything looks yellow. These are our <laughs> special glasses and these are called cocktail hours. And the, mm. speciality cocktail is, hours. <laughs> the speciality is that you rightly mentioned all of this light that is coming from your phones, from your screens, they match the frequency of light, which is between 400 to 500 nanometers mm. of the sun. So having the sunlight is not a bad thing. But every time you don't get the full spectrum of sunlight or you're in the evening looking mm. at your screens, it can damage. So a you lot don't recommend wearing it all the time, just when I'm in front of screens. When you're in front of screens. I get a lot of sunlight anyway. Of I, I don't wear sunglasses. So I, I'm you getting shouldn't direct... wear sunglasses when you're having sunlight anyway. Exactly. So um... so every time you're, every time the evening comes closer, every time the sun's moving around in mm. a certain direction, mm. so it protects you, there's a certain... So you, you can wear it when driving, I'm assuming. Yes, you can. Beautiful. Anyway, it gives me a little more intellectual look and I like that. <laughs> CJ, it was a pleasure having you pleasure, on this Anjan. show. Thank you so CJ, much. CJ, the biohacker. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. The Heartfulness Initiative is a seven-dimensional wellness enablement program for you to be at your best human condition through a scientific approach to mental health and overall well-being. Reconnect believes in the power of love, empathy and human connection, in healing mental illness and empowering humans to be aligned with their purpose for holistic growth. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk Wellness with Anjan. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. And I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only. And you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. 
Our next episode is episode 15 featuring Helen Clark, who is a rapid transformational therapist and an NLP master, and we're going to be talking about the power of constructive language. Thank you once again for your listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Talk wellness with Anjan. I'm really thankful to the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative for being the sponsor of this episode of Talk Wellness. You can be part of the mental strength movement too. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com.